Red Motivators. Shit, yes. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 274, the final episode that I'm going to be on before Star Wars Celebration, because I ain't going to be on next week. Of the Bad Motivators, I, of course, am Eric Strahlers. And with me, as always, are my two excellent co-hosts, one Mr. Luke Cruiser. Hey there. And one Mr. Dallas Wood. Lottie Dottie, eyes here to party. <laughs> What's up? You didn't even try to make that rhyme. <laughs> it, you know, I probably screwed up the lyric, but it is what it is. You're getting discount cracker rap today. I always appreciate Eric's long pauses. I shouldn't be, be such a chuckle fuck and laugh over all of them because he has such good pauses. I'm like, <laughs> it's okay. It's all right, man. So here we are, guys. So, yeah, we're sort of playing the waiting game. We were talking about this in our uh, production meeting before the show. And, uh, yeah, Star Wars Celebration is next week. And uh, I will be traveling on Monday. So the lads here will be handling the business without mm-hmm. us, without me. So I'm sure it'll probably be one of our better shows since I won't <laughs> be there clogging it up, clogging up the works. But <laughs> be a little more off the rails than usual, probably. But oh, it's, yeah. you know, there's the, people are excited about Star Wars, and that's really all that matters. The uh, had saw some cool news about Red Dead Redemption 2 today that was pretty sweet that never thought I'd see. So maybe that's how it's going to be with Star Wars 2. But we do have a little bit of Star Wars news, we've got some other stuff going on. But how's everybody doing? Anything of note this week anybody wants to throw out there before we get down to the dirty business? Uh, dude, have 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 I I have not really been watching that much, but have either one of you been watching that freaking trial with Johnny Depp and Amber, Amber Heard? Oh yeah, you watched it all. No. The dude, highlights. It, it, I watched I watched probably about uh, two hours of it today. Just Damn. like not watching. It's wrong. I would say listening. Really, like I, I always have something just playing. Whenever would you I'm say you home. watched a mega pint amount of it? <laughs> yeah, Dad definitely watched a mega pint of it. <laughs> But um, this was like the first day that uh, Johnny's lawyers got to uh, cross-examine he- uh, Amber. Dude, it's it's uh, it's he's got some good lawyers. I will say that <laughs> money can buy some some good stuff. That's for sure because she had this like whole tearful thing like she's been doing, you know. And then they came in like you're a fucking liar, basically. And like, here's all these reasons why and she's like, uh. uh, uh. <laughs> Right after she banged a rail in her napkin. Yeah, oh, dude. It's just, it's just, it's, uh, I don't really get in those kind of things. I, 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 I'm questioning why it's, uh, being televised. I'm assuming they wanted that. Maybe they want to, they both want to get, get a little money from this. I don't know. But like, <laughs> um, it's, it's interesting to say the least. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's sad, really. Honestly, if you really, if you really think about stuff like this happening and whatever, because like he's suing her for like what fifty million dollars, right? Yeah. And <laughs> and there's no way a chick has fifty million dollars. There's just it's just not. Well, she have I, it. yeah, she ain't. He's never going to get that money. I think it's no. probably more of a like a gotcha. Uh, I I wonder. I wonder because right because like if he wins this, he so he'll get the. Like he's already won it in the core of the people's eyes, he just has. But like, if he actually gets the judge's decision, 
and then says later that he decided not to take the money from Amber. All he wanted was to clear his name. He would come out double clean because oh, yeah. he would like because he'd be like, I'm not going to completely wreck this chick's life. But uh, I also got my cred back. So more, more, more movies, please. <laughs> well, I think there is something to that. My tendency is to always believe the accuser. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's just, and I mean, yeah, I never wanted no, no, this. In most cases, it. yes. But like my wife, she's a big Johnny Depp fan, mm-hmm. and she's also very anti butthole. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's not like she's just gonna. It's not like these chicks who are tweeting, "Boy, I'd let Chris Brown smack me around." You know, uh, it's woof. it's not that's gross, but it's it's yeah. not like that. You know, Amanda will call it what it is, but she's like, you know. Pretty much anybody ever that Johnny Depp has had a relationship with is on his side of this. Yeah, I'm like, really? I didn't realize that. So you kind of look into yeah. it, man, and you, then you start finding out that you know the whole reason he he lost his part in the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. Which, listen, anything that will put that whole franchise to rest is just something I'm willing to take. But <laughs> you know, you. Me that too. was. That was a huge part of his his uh, his life, his work, and and to be, as he put it, uh, guilty before proven innocent. I mean, there is that there is something to be said for how much of a minus that is. You know, I you know what I don't understand. I didn't ever quite figure figure out, but I think it was her. Who was recording all these conversations? Was it her? Because 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 I know she recorded. I know she specifically recorded them a couple times. But like the amount of uh, data, there's probably more recordings than we have hours of podcasting. Like it's ridiculous. Like they could just pull up like all these like, and, and of course the lawyers have it all dissected out and like oh, really, yeah. ready, ready to go. Pull up, pull up there on their term anytime. And like I remember when when all that first came out, it was I think it was about three years ago. Somebody on YouTube was had gotten all these things and they were releasing them. And I'm listening to them like Jesus Christ, this is really damning on her because this is the oh this I is remember like, that yeah because this is after she had come out with that with that article, which is why he's suing her in the first place because she's claiming it wasn't about him, it was about me surviving him because <laughs> she never said his <laughs> name and he's like, but you but and anyways and like I'm not saying. I didn't. I'm not laughing at survivors. I'm laughing at just the whole the situation. It's so kooky, but like all those all those videos came out, and she's just like egging them on. Like, go ahead and go ahead and tell all these people of the world that you, Johnny Depp, are a victim of abuse, and who's going to believe you? Like that is just fucked up to say. Oh yeah, it's just it's just it's classic narcissism. Know. Oh, I mean, and then then she and then she mentioned the hitting him and stuff on the tapes and all that stuff. So like, it's just I don't know. It's the whole the whole case is so it there's so much there's so much personal shit in it it feels wrong to watch it so that's why i have like that's why, that's why i've not watched that much bed. yeah that's that, that's funny but it's so fucked up like what so what cost am i to do that you know what i mean if we're not case people and that's not what we're going to talk about but like it's definitely a major thing going on in, in the cultural zeitgeist right now so like i don't know it's uh it's interesting and and sad it's it's weird to me, like the, the, something similar to this, which apparently the lost tapes of the Sith list that will roll during celebration. We recorded a show <laughs> and it uh, streamyard just crashed. 
uh-huh. after recording what felt like forever a few weeks ago. And it, Araj was able to get it recovered by StreamYard. But in the meanwhile, we had recorded like a 10-minute a episode yeah. after that because we were all like just completely beat. And in that, I go on this thing about just like how the sanctity of a relationship. And I'm not, I'm not talking about like the religious viewpoint of marriage or anything like that. But I just mm-hmm. mean like the reality of what long-term relationships mean and how, you know, we've got shows where people are in a relationship and going to a location where they essentially date somebody else right in front of the other person and decide who they want to be with and uh, or getting married at first sight and then seeing how it works out and just all this stuff. Oh, and, yeah. And it's like what we've done to the the level of respect for another person in the name of... And it, it, it's not like these people are going into this unwillingly. I don't mean that. It's just, to me, it's no. weird where we've gotten with the amount of respect we give like relationships with others, you know, but well, it's, 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 it's what happens when it, when we are, I mean, here we are talking about, here we are an entertainment podcast talking about things, entertainment, but it's when everything becomes entertainment, your pain no longer matters or your feelings no longer matters. They'd rather just laugh. That's why like it's, it, you laugh at those things that happen with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, but like it's also extremely tragic. Yeah, that that, that, that that's it's, it's happening that way, and yeah. like, and it it's it's easy to get lost up in the in the fuck Amber Heard or whatever <laughs> bullshit. But like, all I could think is like, this is just like it. This is terrible. This is what it is. It's terrible, and and like it goes back. I've said it a million times. It's like it's like those those magazines in. At, at the checkout line, right? And it's all the worst angles and pictures of people who are of some kind of fame. Uh, oh, Courtney's gained 40 pounds. What? She's losing her life. She's going off the deep end. It's like, why do we do this? And I know it was because people will buy it. That's why. But why did that become a thing? Right. And then you, and then you go to these, like, you know, these... Uh, married for sight things. You have all this. I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm trying to decide what's what's what was worse for us as a species: the internet, reality TV, social media, um, or just a combination of all of it? Because it's been kind of tragic ever well, since. I, <laughs> I think that the without the internet, none of those things would exist. Including True. reality television. Well, definitely social media. Because before reality television, the only reality television you had was Norm Abrams on New mm-hmm. Yankee Workshop. And Hell yeah. Bob Vila on This Old House. That was your Hell reality yeah. shows. God, I that and the that. X-Files. So... <laughs> <laughs> it's all true. Hey, man, what about the real world? <laughs> that, that, TV. that was after the internet, wasn't it? No, I guess so. Uh, was, it was like so 92, was, man. So it, was... Uh, pretty close. Yeah, you're right. Because like I remember first getting on the internet in 91. Yeah. This is when I was real, in college. Real world road, road, road yeah. rules. That's like mid-90s. Yeah, yeah so, that's after I'd been cooking for a while. So one of the things... Uh, that cruiser you hit on with the like the tabloids and stuff it's it's like when and this happens everywhere 
with everything. But this is just the particular example I'm coming up with is you forget the people on the other side of these things are people. They're actual people Mm -hmm. with feelings that get hurt and that it can mess them up. Like the whole counting down to the Olsen twins becoming legal at 18. That's gross, man. Yes. Those were little girls. And that we had been watching on Full House since they were like two. You got it, dude. And yeah. you know, and then or like like Emma Watson, younger. Yeah, count yeah. down oh. to where she's legal. I mean, how do you think that makes them feel? Especially the same thing happened with uh, the 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 girl from Stranger Things recently. Oh, you know, she, Millie Bobby uh, Brown. Yeah, and, like, and like, it's, it's gross. It is gross. It's disgusting. You know, I don't, I just, and, and, but that's just the kind of thing that that's what sells for whatever well, reason. Well, I, well, it, it the, the also brings me to something recent, something I've kind of like, not noticed recently, but I've always kind of avoided it, but not or ignore, but now it's just kind of hard to, it's like whenever you, I don't know what's worse or is if, if is it when people go in, in the tweets and they say things like on purpose to get, a, you know, like, like they, they like troll somebody just to get a reaction or the people who are like ultra—I hate—I hate, I hate, hate this term, but I don't know what else to say. Ultra simp's for an individual, like a celebrity or whatever. Like, and they go in and like every time they make a post or whatever, they're just like basically licking their feet the whole entire time. Like, it's so weird and cringy to see all these responses that happen <laughs> on the internet, like on both ends. Like, if, if like I forget, I, I heard recently. I don't know, about a while back the the term. Um, what was it to- toxic positivity uh-huh. like that like that like or or like or like for like people in star wars who are so un who are so ready to love every single thing that there is that they don't take any they, they don't they don't look at anything with any kind of microscope they just accept it and go you know like it's it's stuff like that but like i it's it's this it's i think it goes goes back to this obsession with celebrity and that we all can be one and and I think, um, I think it's okay to 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 not be one. <laughs> it's 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 actually really okay to not be one. <laughs> well, you know, it's so. Speaking of celebrity, you know, you, we all know I'm a big big Taylor Swift fan, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, there are a lot of her fans, and that's and I'm there. It's that way with other things too. It's just I happen to be very aware of Taylor Swift fandom who think that she walks on water and they will Mm. like destroy any person who disagrees with their opinion. And that's why Mm. when something happens in the news or she re-releases a record that she recorded, you know, had to re-record because of her record label owning the masters, they Jake Gyllenhaal starts getting all this hate mail because, you know, 12 (laughs) years ago he broke her heart when she was, you know, 22 years old And they're crazy. But on the flip side of that, okay, the whole thing that that started when Kanye West came up and interrupted her when she was receiving an award for the best music video, that screwed her up. And people, like, don't think about that. Because Mm -hmm. she genuinely, like, when you listen to her talk about it, she thought when the people started booing that they were booing her. Yeah. And even though people tell you that's not what happened, this is very real life, okay? And I'm just using this particular thing as an example. People can tell you what the reality is, Mm -hmm. but once you've decided that you've 
hate yourself and you take that on yourself, you it is hard to break that. And we as adults can all relate mm-hmm. to that. You know, and you forget that these people, while on one hand, it, all of these Taylor Swift fanatics will die at her feet to maintain her honor, she's still a an insecure person just like everybody else. And when you, you it's so easy to think that's not the case, but you know, you had this girl, Rebecca Black, who had that. It was not good, okay. Yeah. But she recorded that song, It's Friday, (laughs) Friday. right? Yeah, yeah. And she got, I mean, it's one thing to make fun of something. Mm -hmm. But the go kill yourself and all that, dude, those words, it's just awful. And part of it is because celebrity has become such an attractive thing. It's almost like you bring it on yourself. People have decided that back Uh in the day when movie stars you know, Dallas and I are old, right? Mm-hmm. We remember the days when we were working for a movie studio. You made 30 movies a year. It was a working man's job, you know what yeah. I mean? Like your Marilyn Monroe's and stuff like that. And while celebrity was a thing, it's not like it is now. No. It was just more of a job. And it's so, so much so so much more consumable now. Yeah. But but uh, I don't yeah. know, Dallas, what's your take on this whole thing, man? Man. Like, I'm just sitting here thinking about Taylor Swift, like, ultra crazies. And I'm like, man, are they like Kobe stands? And that, dude, dude, it, it's, 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 the, it's the thing. And I've noticed it uh, in everywhere. It's, it's every fandom, every single one. Everybody, when people get overly obsessed with something to the point where they can't separate it from the reality of their life and yeah. it becomes their life. And I know a lot of you love Star Wars listeners and you're like, well, what about you guys? I, no, I'm able to, 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 to separate it. I'm able, I'm able to live my actual life and not sit here and worry about uh, why Revenge of, the, Revenge of the Sith, you know, didn't fill some plot hole with the, the original trilogy that I was looking for. I don't think about it all the time. Like I move on. Um, but like, it's, it's, it happens everything like you know I, i've really been getting the beatles recently right so i have to i have to do some research about some stuff look into things and inevitably that read that that lends you reading some youtube comments or some or um some some comments somewhere or twitter thread or something and it's it's the same it's the same it's it's like these hardcore people who have such elevated opinions about and they've listened to something way too much or researched something so too much to where when they get in these things, they forget their humanity and they just say, no, you're a fucking idiot. This is the best song ever. It's like, what? That's not, that makes no sense what you just said. How, how can you come sit there and say somebody said, that's not my favorite song. And then you say, that's my favorite song. Therefore, you're an idiot. You know, <laughs> it just, it's, 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 um, it's the whole need everybody has to feel like they're the most important person in the, in the room. And you're not. Your 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 opinion in the day is yours, and yeah. that has to be accepted by yourself. And I and I want to say real quick, Eric, for you, for you to say something. I think more, I think speaking of the Beatles, I think more more people need, need to listen to the song uh, "God" by John Lennon more, and not because it's like there's some there's some God bashing stuff, but because the whole song is about um, letting go of like the idea of like a false idol, and like and like, but like but there, but there's. But, it, but, he, but he says like a lot of things like he says like it's like Elvis and and all kinds of other celebrities and stuff. So he says he says I don't believe 
and Elvis and stuff like that doesn't mean he doesn't like them. It means he doesn't worship them. And I think it's okay to really like something and really be a big, big fan and not grovel at their feet or its feet. Like, it's okay. Like, let it live. And people need, people need to let it live a little bit. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. You were going to say something. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Eric. I know you were going to say something. But. I was going to say that that's your favorite song. You're an idiot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, like, I remember, and it's hard to be objective about certain things because when you when it means a lot to you, everything yeah. about it becomes subjective. And I remember mm-hmm. in, like, I, it, I guess it was... I don't know, 1989, 1990, Metallica was on, uh, was it the Grammys or something? Yeah. And they oh, did. Oh, they lost? They yeah, did. like well, Steely this, Dan won it or something. No, shit. that was Jethro Tull. Jethro but Tull, they did, yeah. they, were, they performed a song. Metal flute. Live, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And Hetfield, they'd been on tour for like two years straight. His voice yeah. was rough. And I mean, even when he talked, you could tell he was very, he, like this, this, this. he was very damaged, right? Mm-hmm. The next day at school, I knew that he didn't sound great. Okay. I, mm-hmm. I can plainly understand that. The next day at school, I hear somebody bad mouthing him from across the way. <laughs> and I mean, I yelled out, you know what? There's still the best ever band in the bottom. <laughs> and the librarian comes out. She's like, Mr. Struthers, because I mean, it was F this and F that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I knew that in an essence, he was right. But it was also, I knew that they were saying it in a manner of I'll show all you idiots that like Metallica. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like a yeah. double-edged sword. Anyway. Was that the same voice in Chicago where you're like, it's 2.15 in the morning? <laughs> no, 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 no. That, 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 that was rusty, one. Yeah. And two, the voice I imagined when you said that was um, from the other guys, uh, uh, Chris, Chris, Christina's husband, the, the, oh, like, yeah. the, the dude with the beard. He's like, you come, you come to my in. house. Make you come love to my house. To my wife. You get my wife's name right, Christina F. <laughs> well, hey, as if this show isn't already a total piece of crap, you know what we should do. No, that's this joint right here. Oh, yeah. So, I'm going to go first, okay? Uh, Because, boy, do I have some tales to regale you with. Number one, got a new TV. It's pretty great. 65-inch monster sitting right there. I was playing Red Dead on it today, and it was almost too much. I'm like, (laughs) I need to move across the room because it's just too much. It's great. I love you. I love you. (laughs) I Um, love you so much. um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the uh is it in your small office yeah. <laughs> i need this huge tv in my office well here let I'm me see if i can to be a tv rotate this without like i want to feel like i'm in red dead do you, do you have like fans going with like with like like little like bags of sand next to you so see hitting the face with sand every once in a while here hang on no i can't see it oh uh, is that is that pain oh i see that that brown Typical basement door. That's the door. Oh, yeah. nice. Goddamn, that's a big-ass TV. So I got it on this rolling stand. I'm afraid to turn this too far because I don't want my You got my one of them teacher stands when the well, kids get all is, excited it's, wheeling it's, that bitch it's, in the it's, room. It's a big rolling around stand. Um, it works out great because then I can take it in the room next door, you know? Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, man, I got a soundbar hanger for it and everything. It's pretty great. nice. But hey, anyhow, cool, man. But cool. anyhow, um, what I got. Well, first, let me go. Let me jump to. Actually, let me tell you the best part first. The best okay. part was is I got to personally baptize my kids at church on Sunday. Oh, it was somebody. the best, man. It was the absolute best. My kid, my son, was especially was like real hardcore about baptisms that are coming. He wanted to sign up. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm a staff member at church, man, and I'm it says pastor on my business card. So I asked my boss, I'm like, can I be the one to baptize my kids? And he's like, absolutely, you can. That's and cool. And so, yeah, man, nice. they called me over. I put my guitar down and ran over there and dunked them both. And it was, it was, <laughs> dude, it was great. It was one of the best moments ever. It was very, Did very you double good. whammy them? You know? <laughs> I told Stella when she was getting in the, the tub. And so it's like, I'm talking to the people to kind of fill the gap in time. I said, you know, Stella, I was telling somebody, I figured I'd probably hold you down a little bit longer to just wash some of that <laughs> attitude off of you. Everybody was laughing about it. Nice. She, they said that in church. Yeah. Nice. She was so nervous. She's like barely noticed. But yeah, it was really good, man. Um, so that was, that was that was the best. It was a great yeah. day. Uh, it made, yesterday was long, dude. So we had church in the morning. And, oh, oh, there. hang on. I'll come back to that. The other thing I wanted to talk about, because this is about an actual thing. You know how I told you on May the 4th, I ordered the deal of the day at uh, GameStop for the the snacking Grogu. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Got a ship notification that day. Mm-hmm. Kind of forgot about it. Well, today I get an email notification that I've been refunded by GameStop. I'm like, <laughs> what is this for? <laughs> so I go and look, and it's for that Grogu, but... I got no notification from GameStop. This was just from PayPal. And it was for not the same amount that I got charged. It was six, $6 and something less. What? So here so we go. So, Online so, chat So time. what they charge you for, for shipping or well, something and the, not refund well, you? It, it turns out that's what it was. Well, the first guy I get tells me, well, the tax isn't refunded if you cancel it or if you return it. I said, it, I didn't return anything. It never shipped. It Check the tracking <laughs> right now. It still says... <laughs> Awaiting carrier pickup. So then I did an online chat with another guy, and he's like, "Well, yeah." And I was like, well, "Okay, what? Wh- what if I just want to order the thing at the price that it was that day?" He's like, "You'll have to call." So I called, and I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> I got the best customer service I've oh. ever had, ever. I told the guy, "You are the best," and I'm not talking from GameStop. I just mean period. Nice. He was super, super cordial, made sure I was going to get refunded that amount that they, he goes, and it was funny because he, he was so, I don't know, well-spoken and he's like, it's a bit of an irony when the very thing that caused this to get canceled in the first place, a shipping problem is the part that they didn't refund you when they (laughs) refunded it. I'm like, that is pretty ironic. He made sure I got that and he got me an order for the thing for the price I paid for it. With free shipping. Oh, nice. So, yay, yay, yay. I still don't have it, but at least I had a good experience <laughs> with the shopping. Wait, the games- uh, wait, wait. Better, better experience than Sweetwater, Sweetwater? Or- well, now listen. This is a customer service experience where I call in with a problem. Oh, okay. There's okay. a difference. Because my wife okay. even said that, well, what about... Uh, um, Shivers, the frozen custard place up the road, which is the best customer service. It's like it's like they're all teenagers. 
uh-huh. and it is like going to Chick-fil-A. Yeah. They crush you with kindness and they have a zero tolerance for anything other than that. Uh-huh. And it was just awesome. Their, their yeah. business model is great. And it's like anybody who thinks that young people are incapable of having banners like that are sorely mistaken. You but, know what? You know what, what's strange about, about Chick-fil-A and, and their crushing with kindness model you're talking about is like, and I don't know if it's just because they're just like, there's some kind of brainwashing happening from having to be that way all the time. But I feel like when I go most places, like like the Chick-fil-A staff seems the happiest, like 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 amongst themselves. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, and I I know there's a whole thing about Chick-fil-A. I don't want to get into it, but I'm saying, but I'm talking about just from a, from a staff experience. Like, like you go to McDonald's, they're all like, fuck this. You go talk about like, oh, here's your fucking tacos. Like you go, <laughs> you go somewhere else. For some reason, I go Chick-fil-A, even when they're not with customers, I see them smiling. So I don't know if they're just like, look, you better smile all the time or you're fired. If I don't see you smiling, <laughs> you're fired. I don't know what it is. But like maybe it's because they're forced to be positive. They're just naturally more positive whenever they go in there. I don't know I'm what gonna, it is. I'm going to tell you a secret, all right? Mm. And I'm being for real here when I tell you this. Deciding to be positive will change your life for the better. Yeah. It will. It is a conscious decision. And I mean I complain just as much as the next guy, okay? Mm-hmm. But, for example, I have a gig on Saturday night. I'm tired as can be on Sunday. But when somebody says, hey, Eric, how are you this morning? And I have the same answer every time. Awesome and great. Awesome mm-hmm. and great. And, and they're like, man, that's cool. And Because you, you know what you do? You decide that's how it's going to be. Yeah. And once it's just like any other habit, once you decide you're going to do it, it's easier to keep going along. Because here's the deal. The only thing that you can control ultimately is your reaction to things that happen. That's the only thing you can control, Uh right? When you decide that you're just going to not be stupidly happy, but focus on not being negative, Mm -hmm. it just starts to become a cycle that's pretty, it's a pretty sweet spot to live in, man. And I mean, it's impossible to do all the time, okay? Yeah. But it's a real thing. It's the fake it till you make it kind of yeah. deal. But your but with with your attitude, <laughs> your decisions about your attitude can make or break the quality of your life. Mm. Because here's the deal: I just had this discussion with a guy last night. And he comes in and he's like, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm giving, that's the one. He gets this one and blah, blah, blah. I said, well, hang on, hang on. Let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you this is your one forever <laughs> saying that about anybody here again. Oh, I'm going to start right there. And I mean, I was real direct, but I said, no, yeah. let's talk about what's going on. Okay. I should probably edit this out. Nah, no, it's, no, it's, I'm not mentioning <laughs> names, but it ended up being a good conversation. But one of the things I said is, look, what you got to ask yourself is about the motive, right? What was Mm -hmm. this person's motive for doing this? Were they doing it to be like, screw you, blah, 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 blah. Well, because here's the deal. You can either spend all your time being completely raw about this. Mm -hmm. Or you can realize that what this person was trying to do was make this situation the best they could, Mm -hmm. right? And, And just move on and not let it get to you. You're not just burying your head in the sand. You're not pretending like there's not 
you know, atrocities happening over here. That's not what I'm talking about. But I'm talking about when you're faced with you, you're you're at a light, yeah, and some body's not paying attention and they cut you off or whatever. You can get pissed. I'd get mad. You can chase them down. You can end up on the side of the road with them. That's what I used to do. Mm-hmm. Or you can be like, take a deep breath, let it go, and move on because there's really ultimately nothing you can do about it at that point yeah. anyway. You know what I mean? You know what you did, though, in that situation? What? Was you did what um, m- most of the time people, when, 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 when they come to you with something like that, they're expecting for you to have some kind of agree agreeance with them, something mm-hmm. to give them a reason to the, what, what they're doing is okay. So when you, so like, and, and it happens a lot, like you say, with like, with like the online mentality, right? Like somebody says something, somebody agrees, and then they just pile on mm-hmm. till, till, till it's, there's this torrential wave of fuck this guy. You know what I mean? Right. Um, it, but, but like, but like whenever he came or he or she came to you and said this, they were thinking, okay, Eric, Eric, Eric can be can 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 uh, roll with the the bullshit with the best of. Them. Maybe he'll he'll maybe he'll be understand me from this angle. We've had we've had similar conversations or something in the past or whatever. And then what, and what you did was you disarmed his anger mm-hmm. by by not agreeing with him. Not mm-hmm. you didn't give him permission right. to to go through like, in his mind. He so that's why that's all people will will go somewhere else with their anger mm-hmm. and hope you give them give them permission. And when you said no, think about this. He was like, "Shit, I didn't want to think about it. I wanted to just be mad." <laughs> and then right. I, and, and now you're telling me something else. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean that's 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 the the gist of it, you know. Yeah. Um, you, it's always easier when somebody's on your side. But what I didn't do was I I did still validated the reasons for yeah. being frustrated. It's like, look, I get it. I spent a long yeah. time being frustrated about these sorts of things. But here's the deal. Ultimately, yeah. man. All right, yeah. all right, all right. The difference uh, is the the difference is, is you didn't say, yeah, I agree. Fuck that guy. Right. That's the difference. Right. You know what I mean, yeah, that's sort of the that's sort of the thing. So anyway, yeah. the thing the other thing I really wanted to talk about was this. And this like really was very moving to me. So you know how this this past uh, Saturday was that gig that all these guys were going to fly in for, right? Uh-huh. Araj and all those guys, right? And then they mm-hmm. tell me that they're not coming in. Mm-hmm. But then <laughs> time comes, I walk out on stage, and they're all there. No way. And it completely <laughs> surprised me, dude. It was so great. <laughs> and it like meant so much to me that they went through all this trouble. And it it was an amazing show. When was this? I wish I could tell you that's what actually happened, but it's say. not. <laughs> you know why? Because screw those guys. I was gonna say I would have heard about that. Oh there's yeah, no way. there's say, no way I would have heard that. We didn't hear about that. I'm yes. like, I'm like, I'm like, I would have got a text from Raj. Hey, buddy, we're gonna be and we're gonna be there. Are you gonna come? Come on, we got a surprise, Eric. That would have been the freaking thing. Screw <laughs> all those guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. screw all of you. <laughs> Throw the yeah. horns didn't need you. As a matter of fact, <laughs> just looking out from the stage, we didn't need anybody, apparently. <laughs> ah, it was all right. You know, because here's the deal, man. Those gigs, they pay us the same amount of money, whether there's a bunch of people there or not. And it's a casino gig, so it's like 10 bucks at the door for a cover band. That's Was lot. that your final gig? No, no. But, I mean, we have like a month off. Then we have 
like just these few and then like another month and some change off and then our final gig in September. Is that is that at the, at the butt plug fest or whatever? No, like, we're not playing no. there again. Oh, okay. Oh no. Yeah, yeah I was <laughs> a little bit disappointed, but anyway, um, thanks everybody for coming out to the show on Saturday. It really meant a lot to me. Yeah. <laughs> if you're um, listening to this and you feel personally attacked, good. <laughs> Dallas was there. He's the only one that actually loves me. <laughs> Yeah, there he was. Hey, hey brother. There somehow. <laughs> yep. But uh, anyway, Dallas, what about you, man? I did. I do go on. What did you get? Well, I just gotta say to the listeners who complained about Elden Ring, you could have had this. <laughs> <laughs> we went from homophobic chicken to a TED talk. It was crazy. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Dallas. Hey, I don't Elden, call him by I, the I, name. I don't know who um, uh, uh, was complaining about Elden Ring. I, don't, I, don't, I didn't hear anybody complaining about Elden Ring. At least, at least not in my face. But you know, whatever. <laughs> no, they just DM me. That, oh well. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it, random DMers to Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, I didn't get much. Um, I got a full weekend at the job I'd been waiting for that was supposed to happen in June, but it's been crazy like sitting at a computer like if you've noticed i'm not on twitter i'm actually working now i'm like oh Dude, man that sucks i'm doing a job and like <laughs> he said to me he goes we got this open finance office now it's on the showroom floor with like just clear glass you're in a fish tank right i don't know why that does not excite me and i'm like you know i'm gonna be on auction sites all day i really just don't need any distractions is there one of those offices upstairs that used to be your dad's he's like, oh yeah you can have my dad's old office yeah he's not with us anymore, so I'll just grab it. So I, I've got this huge, like, owner's office. <laughs> it's, like, giant. And I'm like, man, I'm going to put some collection in here. I'm, I'm going to totally, like, <laughs> throw this all in here. There's going to be so much displayed. And, like, nobody comes up there. If I don't shut my door, though, it's, like, two doors down from the break room. And those goddamn mechanics and their fish sticks. Dude, I don't want to smell it. <laughs> fish sticks. Are yeah. they making fish sticks in the microwave? Yes. Who wants floppy fish sticks, right? man? Soggy-ass <laughs> fish sticks in the microwave. Like, dude, bring your air fryer from home at least. Yeah. Do, you like, do you like fish sticks? Yes, Eric Cartman. Do you like putting them in your mouth? <laughs> Man, it's all the way back to Kanye West again. Oh, yeah, somehow man. landed right back <laughs> the here. The full cir- circle uh, around to Kanye. Oh, man. But, yeah, that it was just fun to – and also my son works for the stories a lot, Tech. I, he got the job back right when he turned 16 in February, knowing that I was coming to work there. But he is, like, trying to scare the shit out of me. Like, come in my office and, like, he's just – he got me one time and, like, ever since then it's, like, it's like this addiction he has now. But now I'm, like, expecting it. It's like, dude, you work at 3 o'clock every day <laughs> that you work. <laughs> so I just kind of prepare myself around 3 o'clock, 3.15. You're going to be trying to scare my ass. <laughs> <laughs> then he also uh, comes up to my office to hide out, you know, so he doesn't get asked to do something <laughs> he doesn't want to do. You better watch out, man. You're going to become a... What is it? An accomplice in crime you're going to become. Oh, he's he's June 1st is his last day. He's oh, yeah. Got, he doesn't give a shit. He's got so, yeah, he's, like crazy. Yeah. He, his football camp starting up. Well, the, he's going to California to see his aunt. 
and they'll be gone for like 10 days for that. And then he's got just football camp after that. So he just told them, he's like, if you can schedule me two hours a day, I can work. And they're like, no, nah, we'll just put you on hold till football's over. So he's just going to go back when football's over. I remember the first time I ever, ever realized that that senioritis was a thing because I, I've been experiencing every year really from in school at the end of the year, you know, yeah, but like yeah. I didn't really, didn't really quite get it, you know? Yeah. And, and like now I've noticed that in everything, like if you have, like if you, if you have like a job that you've got your two weeks in for, like oh, yeah. you may be doing your job, but like the amount of shit you give is so low and people don't want to like say anything to you. Cause like, I oh, might just leave. <laughs> it's already <laughs> leaving in a week. Like, you know, we, it already sucks that he's leaving. You know? Oh man. That's, you know, that's something I've appreciated about being in the car business is like, it's this like unwritten law that if you quit, that's your last day. They don't want you there for those two weeks because yeah. they just feel like you're just wasting their time because it's a commission job, you know, yeah. most of the time. So that, that has been nice about that industry is like, if you decide to quit, you just like call them up the day you're supposed to work. I quit. No reason for <laughs> me to even come in. I'll come later and get my shit out of there <laughs> and go to your new job, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's. I definitely feel that <laughs> <laughs> the trunkiness. <laughs> the tr- yeah, just I'm over it. Um, Did you but, get anything, Luke? Um, well, I, I will say this, and um, to your to your uh, probably one to two people who messaged you about Elden Ring, screw them. I beat <laughs> Elden Ring um, last week, I believe, and. Now I have, and I was and I was listening to to high the high potion pod today because you know. Haas and uh, Haas and Steve together is just is just pure pure gold, and I love how they talk about games. But like they did two episodes about Elden Ring, and then Haas today on this episode was talking about the the after Elden Ring blues, and it is a real thing. My God, when you spend like I spent a hundred, I at, at this point I spent like 140, 150 hours in the game, like just like doing whatever, and when you beat it. And like you've basically accomplished most of the major things in the game, and you're just kind of running around, just killing people because you're like super overpowered and like whatever. And like the sadness hits you, like oh no, it's it's, it's actually over. It's over. I beat it. Uh, and luckily, unlike most games from software, um, the developer of Elden Ring, they do something called New Game Plus. So basically, it's the, it's the same game, but you go through it, everything's harder. And you keep your level, all, all your weapons and stuff, but you can go up to like I think like like new game plus seven or plus eight Damn. or nine, something like that. So each time it gets harder and harder and harder, and you get like more runes for killing guys and stuff like that. But I gotta tell you, Eric, there's something immensely satisfying about going up to Margaret and killing them about three or four hits. <laughs> <laughs> because you remember the first time you ever fought them, you know, or or uh. Uh, that one night in the dark room on the way up to Godric, you know what I'm talking about, Eric? Oh yeah, when the yeah. when the one dude shuts the door on you. And- yeah, 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 yeah. By the way, I killed that dude instantly when I went up there this time. I said, "Screw you, buddy! I know what you're about to do. You're not stealing my runes." But I, I had no intention on dying though, so I, I didn't. But um, I went I went into that that room where that dark night was. I was like slash slash dead. I said, like, "How's that feel this time, butthole?" Because I got used to beat the crap out of me. Um, but um. Yeah, that's what I got. And I I gotta tell you, Dallas, I uh you know, talk about you talk about our, our dad stuff and our dad sports stuff 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 sometimes and like 
Max is doing like even better and better in baseball, right? Nice. And like to the point where like he's, they basically made him almost like all time catcher, which is like one, uh-huh. one of the important spots on the, on the game because he has to actually stop the balls. The rest of them are like, you know, when he went running all over the place. And he's, he's always the first or second hitter now, always because nice. he always, because he always gets on base. <laughs> and like you know, and, and he's still learning, and he's starting to swing with power a little bit now. Like when we're like when we're, when we're playing in our yard, oh, yeah. usually we're, usually we're just kind of he's kind of like dinging him into the ground and like you know running because it's in the sand, whatever. Kids are slow to get the ball, whatever. But now he's starting to hit line drives and stuff like that. And it's just kind of cool. I'm sure you could relate to see that progression. Oh of like, yeah. Even at, even at, even just now starting, like you can see where he's going to be later because this is this oh, how yeah. much drive he Dude, has. When London was eight, first playing football, we're like, "This kid sucks. He like is so <laughs> not coordinated, like to ourselves." Yeah, and like we'd make fun of how he ran because he would like hold his arms. You straight said that and, last time we had okay. one. Like, you're dissing your kids. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But now I'm like, uh, "Don't touch me. You'll kill me." Yeah, please, <laughs> you, you monster. Like. Yeah, that I I, I remember the gigantor. Like a, it was just like a year and a half ago. You shared a picture of London with us, and he was just like, I think he was wearing like one of the the Bad Mother's hoodies or something. That's why you yeah, said yeah. it, I think. And I was like, that is like a twenty five year old man in your house. Are you, when uh-huh. did your <laughs> like 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 he had like the all the symptoms of like like rapid growth you know what i mean like, oh yeah like, like, like his arms are real long and like and like he's real muscular and his shoulders got huge all of a sudden like even his oh, head yeah. bigger like he was just all of a sudden just like this massive dude you thing. don't want to get hit by him it's like not good and all the bones break now i know why he's been recruited from by by, by people, people since he was like 10 years old i get it now <laughs> crazy not that but probably like 14 but 14. yeah <laughs> but yeah no that's why i got eric uh just the elden ring blues baby well, I'm glad for you that you beat it, but um, I haven't, dude. I've slowed way down. I haven't been able to play in a few days um, just because of everything going on. Yeah. But uh, I accidentally killed Patches, though. See, I never found that dude. I actually, I didn't really look for him, but I never, I never, he, I never found How did you him. not find him? He's everywhere you want to be. I, I don't know. I, <laughs> I, uh, he doesn't take American Express. <laughs> I mean, I know he's like the he's like he, he's been, he's been in all the Souls games. Like he's like a reoccurring NPC. It's like, I, I know about him. I just never. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I accidentally hit him. I yeah. pushed the wrong button, and uh, he, now he's dead. He is you know, no more. You know. You know. You know who else I killed um, immediately besides that douchebag at the front that that closes the door and steals your money. I killed that first dude at the very beginning, the white faced dude who calls you like, "Oh, you're made in this." He's like talking shit to you. I didn't give him a chance to speak. Just death, death. Because <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but 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 you can kill all those NPCs and get their bell bearings and, and take them to the to those to, to, to those to those twin ladies and just yeah. get all their stuff, anyways. <laughs> but so like I was like, "Screw you, maidenless talk. You're out of here." But yeah, yeah, dad. Well, yeah. speaking of video games, what a great segue this oh, was. Oh man. Best in the biz. Uh, yeah. So, uh, an industry insider for video games. What's the guy's name? Jeff Grubb. Is that right? Yeah. Grubby. Something like that. Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. So, you know Amanda's maiden name is Grubb, right? Have I talked uh, about this? I remember this? that now, yeah. Have yeah. I talked about this on the show? Uh, so, was it is this her brother? No. No, but oh, her maiden name is Grubb. <laughs> and one day, she's from this town called Albion. That's important to know. 
But we were talking about the moles, the problems with moles we have in our yard. Mm-hmm. She goes, you know, you got to get rid of the grubs. And I said, that's what Albin's been saying for years. <laughs> nice. <laughs> She's sick of that joke. <laughs> that's such a that's such a Midwestern Jeff Foxworthy joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. But uh well, well anyway, Jeff Grubb. He says that the title for the long-awaited sequel to Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is going to be Star Wars Jedi Elden Ring. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... I, I'm just kidding. Yeah. It's Star Wars Jedi Tarnished. <laughs> it's Jedi Star Wars. I'm just Star, kidding. Star, Star Wars Jedi Maidenless. Yeah. It's Star Wars <laughs> Jedi Insert Elden Ring joke here. It's it's Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Yeah, yeah. And now listen, I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, I'm sure it'll be cool. Now, I do want to talk about, you know, we talk about heroes in our community. Mm-hmm. Hawes Burkhart is one such hero, okay? Hawes, uh-huh. on this past episode of Blue Harvest, mentions this news and says that what if, what if Cal Kestis is writing the space version of Eye of the Tiger. And that it's really the band Survivor in Jedi form. And I'm like, sir, I can super get on board with that. Super get on board. Jedi Survivor. Yeah. I mean, he's already shown he's a rock star when he plays that guitar. What, 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 what that instrument he was in the first game? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot all, about that. Ding, 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 ding. I'm, like, ding, I'm a sad Jedi. Just sitting yeah. at the, yeah, sitting around the thing. And he's like, hey, I think I could play that. Yeah. He's like, anyway, here's Wonderwall, that whole joke. Yeah. That's what he's doing right there. <laughs> yeah. I, um, fuck Oasis. Anyways, um, the, uh, <laughs> Um, Dallas, <laughs> let me ask you something. <laughs> if you could choose between two bands, these two bands have, to have never existed. Okay. Oasis and you 2 Which one would you pick? <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, <laughs> That's hard. I'm asking Dallas. He's barely got to talk because we spent too much time talking about Elden Ring. We're going to talk about something he can talk about. <laughs> That is a a tough one, but like I don't know who which one would I want to go away more. It's just a it's, it's just the overall amount of pretentiousness that builds up between both of those bands is so high that like in self righteousness yeah, was it Noel Gallagher was like saying like they were bigger than the Beatles. Yeah, I, or he's saying that they, they were gonna be better or they're better. I don't know, but like, I don't know. he's shooting a shot before they proved shit. That's all I remember. George Harrison and uh, and uh, Paul McCartney sure gave him a what's for. That's for sure. Oh, oh uh, yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, I I don't know, man. Like you got to choose quick. You got to choose now. Choose now. Fine, Oasis. Oasis. See, the thing is, I think I do think that U two has had some pretty decent musical contributions. Okay, you know, I've bitched about that U two album that is on like every iPhone because I yeah, got yeah. whatever iPhone I got. My very first iPhone was a four S, I think, and you got this free U two album, or maybe that was my iPhone six. I don't remember. Regardless, I have d- 
deleted that from my iTunes library so many times. And then the, the next time I, I sync it to my computer, boom, it's back, baby, with a vengeance. <laughs> oh, but man. one of my friends, she was one of these, she'll have like 10,000 Facebook stories a day, right? But most mm-hmm. of them are just grabs of funny things she's seen, like a lot of stuff from The Onion. Yeah. yeah. And it said photo of four guys. It, like one was something like photos of four guys in a field uh, somehow doesn't turn out to be a band, <laughs> uh, it's, which is a great band picture gag. But it was it was something about you two. And it turns out <laughs> the, the headline was that it turns out that nobody ever really liked you two. It just everybody thought that everybody else did. So mm. then they did too. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I, I loved you um, two for a while. I will admit, I freely never admit. have liked you two, and I don't like. I don't like. I don't like, I don't like Oasis. I, I like. I think I dislike Oasis more as people, but you. But but they're also ir- ir- irrelevant now. So like, but you two still like has their stardom thing, whatever. And I know Oasis was huge, basically more more so in the UK than anything. But like, you two. I, I think I would I think I would say never having you two would be probably better because then we wouldn't have all this wealth of replayed music over and over again instead of just one oh, song. Man. But um, well, I, no, no, uh, I I got a story about you two. Okay. Like real quick, I, when I was in high school, they had a they came to Salt Lake City and they were performing at the University of Utah's football stadium, which you know later became like where they had the Olympic ceremony. You know when the Olympics were here in '02. Anyway. Uh, the opening band was the reason I was going to the concert. It was Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> opening for you two in Salt Lake City. Man. Yeah. Is that not hilarious? So so what was great about it was is I had no desire to see you two. I mean, yeah. I'm like Eric, there's a few songs I like, but I mean I'm not gonna sit through their concert because I didn't like most of the stuff. So as we're leaving, it was just delicious to see the U2 only fans' faces as all the Rage Against the Machine, like like a third of the stadium is like fucking left. <laughs> if it, it almost feels like it almost feels like U2 would have been the Trojan horse to get Rage Against the Machine into Utah. You know what I mean? It kind of felt that way. We're like, well, they don't go together real well, but hey, we, it was the first time Rage had come to Utah, and they ended up coming two more times because of the turnout. They loved that we walked out on U2. Like they, they felt like that was like some badge of honor or some maybe it hadn't happened in other towns but man we were gone just gone <laughs> um uh you two uh, so i want to say really quick about the the, the pretentiousness uh do you, do you guys ever hear that version of helter skelter by you two the live version you ever hear yes that? well they at, at the very beginning of it he goes charlie manson tried to basically like take this song from the beatles or like or take take the meaning away from this their song from the beatles and the day we take it back i'm like you didn't take shit back john what do you think you are <laughs> they never never was taken from the beatles there's just one asshole claimed more shit about it he's like well i'm taking it back and then he made up and then he made a god too based off of, i'm like you need to just get out of here and Get out of here. Go away. Do your do your your humanitarian stuff without, you know, making it all about yourself. And then and then we and then we'll be good. <laughs> when I think about if you two hadn't existed, what would like uh Christian guitar players, who would they try to sound exactly like? Ugh, because creep. that whole delay, Ugh. echoey <sighs> thing that the edge does which is really was pretty innovative but now just all these praise and worship guitar players have copied okay dallas here's another one for you okay 
you can erase one of two, one of these two things from existence. Okay. <laughs> Oasis. Okay. Or Cruiser and me ever even hearing about Elden Ring. <laughs> oh man oasis because you guys aren't as bad as oasis <laughs> now come on come on how many episodes did we sit through eric recanting his red dead stuff which you like because you've played the game how many episodes at you least mean, 40 mean, oh, and yeah. like recounting yeah, more and, than and that. like more and like the that. last like maybe nine to ten episodes, we've had something to say about Elden Ring, and maybe for the, at, at the most for like five to ten minutes. All right, so you got to give, and, and it's over now. It's moved on until Eric beats it, and then you know whatever we're Reca- gonna do. A, we're, and there's there's a surprise podcast coming up with that soon. He so. meant recounting, not recanting. Recanting yeah. means taking it all back. I renounce just like the the dad, the Jewish dad on a Seinfeld. Whenever he wants to hook up with Elaine, oh, the Shiksa episode of classic, <laughs> yeah, classic episode. <laughs> classic. Uh, so yeah, man, Jedi fallen or Jedi survivor. Do you and, think it's a playoff of wh- how they're going to make the game? Do you think they're going to? Do you think they're going to? I'm. This is not on purpose. Do you think they're going to make it more like Elden Ring style, like a little bit harder than what it was before? Or do you think it's just about just the fact that he's a solo Jedi? I suspect it'll be the second one, yeah. but, but that or is it a double entendre about <laughs> about uh, you know just trying to survive? In I'm not gonna give up. I'm like the stuff we're hearing about, you know, like Obi Wan saying at the begin in the trailers for Kenobi, which will be out before we know it. Ooh, but yeah. when he says you know, stay hidden, blah, blah, blah. That is that what the story of this is going to be? Or do you think it'll be him trying to find somebody else? Dallas, what's your take on this? Are you looking forward to this game? Are you going to get it day one and play it? Not day one, but I'll get it. Um, I guess I'm looking forward to it. I need to beat the other one. But what I was going to say was, um, you know, they're calling it Survivor. When you beat one of the bosses is he gonna say the tribe has spoken after he beats him (laughs) (laughs) oh man Uh, uh, who's cal kestis's alliance (laughs) (laughs) and did he get the oreos from 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 from, uh, completing the challenge that's yeah yeah. that's like that's that's like the only thing i remember about survivor was there was one time where like the, the, the way they had those like those like horribly cruel food challenges where like if you won you got to get something after you've been eating nothing but like rice and whatever else they had yeah whatever and then like coconuts and rice yeah and like like they're like oh yeah give me that like it was something like 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 like, like oreos milk like a like a jar of peanut butter just went fucking ham on it i was like jesus christ and then they they immediately are like in the bush like yeah can't stop worth it worth it (laughs) worth it You know what the worst like prize was ever? Like in the years I've watched Survivor, which I haven't watched it for years, but I was probably till season thirteen a real like religious watcher of that. But like a dude in the second season won a Pontiac Aztec. That might be the fucking worst <laughs> prize ever on that show. <laughs> but that was gonna be a, the like mobile camper, man. <laughs> dude, it had the tent and everything, and the dude seemed genuinely excited, and I'm like 
that thing's fucking ugly. <laughs> Why is so excited? I'll tell you what, man. After being on Survivor, I think the last thing I would ever want to do is be in the woods ever. Right? It's like, I think I'm good. I've, I've had my fill. Have you ever watched Alone? Uh, on, it's it's like a discovery show where they where it's like it's like it's like they take um you know, I know I know I know we talked about before uh, the Survivor Man you know where he films the whole thing himself oh yeah 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 they take that but it's like a a contestant on a show where they're by, where they, they there's like twelve of them and they're all scattered around like a very desolate spot where like you know when um and they have they have to carry their cameras and stuff around and like film themselves and whatever else and just survive for like a certain amount of time and they win like a million dollars right sounds fucking awful dude there's it's it's there's some things that happen in that show just like it's just the it for me i mean the the food thing obviously would be a big deal but just the aloneness because if like i i think it's like a hundred days that you're just by yourself and I want to sleep on the ground for like a week, let alone. Well, I mean, there's a days. whole thing where, where I mean, they're like they're like really making like a, a like a like a semi permanent house. Almost all of them, they do. They they you know what I mean? Like it, they really have to because it's always like in somewhere in Alaska, and it's like oh, it's in the winter that. almost, or 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 like or like uh. transitioning from the the summer to fall or fall to winter. So like, there's like people who like kill bears and stuff like they're in their whole thing uh. like. <laughs> And then they're like they're and then they're, and they're like fighting like uh, uh wolverines for their food and stuff. Jesus. They're trying to like find ways to hide them. I thought that other one, naked and afraid, was bad. I mean, that's bad, but like at least they had somebody with them. You know what I mean? Even if you are naked and just awkwardly sitting there with your nastiness, I, that's, oh, that's gross. And then all dirty and I'm, I'm, I just, just like. like just Every like, time I see just somebody, like dirty the, dicks and asses everywhere, yeah, man. I'm just I, not about I always it. think to myself, <laughs> what motivates you to be on this show? <laughs> Have you seen it? <laughs> Fame and money, man. Oh, you're that guy that got all them bug bites and looked really disgusting. <laughs> How many? You're famous. How many? How many good bites did you have one time on your penis? I'm just curious. Did you count them? <laughs> what? Because 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 what else were you doing? Because. <laughs> oh, oh, crazy. Survivor well, shows, man. Survivor. Do you think Jeff Probst will be in the game? I think so. He'll be a boss, dude. That dude looks exactly the same as he as oh, he, dude, yeah. he has an he age today. Good. You know what I found out? They did is at the very beginning. It's just like those kids on How I Met Your Mother. They filmed everything on that first week that he was there for all those seasons of Survivor, <laughs> and they just had to make it go the way whatever they he said during. They had to write around that. So there, so there is, there is like green screen in a man each time. Mm-hmm. No man, he's That's, like freezing himself in carbonite. Yeah, every night. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, he goes in a chamber every night, just frozen. He has like a genetic aversion to getting high. Uh, you know, what was the high? What was the sickness? Hyperthermia? No, the sickness he had. I don't know. You're, what did Han Solo have when he got out of that shit? Oh, oh hibernation oh, sickness? Hibernation sickness, sickness. yeah. Uh, he has an aversion to that. I ruined that joke. Your wife said we'll return in time. Yeah, mate, yo. <laughs> Man, it smells yo, like, man, yo, it smells like <laughs> fish in here. <laughs> because he's holding a thermal detonator. <laughs> oh, man. They're coming I, straight for us. <laughs> I think because of that thermal detonator scene, <laughs> it makes that scene in Solo where he takes the rock. You're making a clicking sound. It's just so funny. 
You made that noise with your mouth. Dude, that for whatever reason, South Park, when you talk about Ned and Jimbo, that's where I was getting that whole the whole voice. But it's are like, they still in it till today? Are, are, oh, are I don't know. I don't oh, think yeah, so. But every now and then I'll find much. myself going, man, it smells like fish in here. <laughs> <laughs> and, and my kids are like, what? What does what? that mean? Nothing. Don't worry about it. I'll explain it's, it to you when you're older. I'll wait till you're 35. I'll tell you the joke. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what else is going on, man? We watched all of Moon Knight. We did anybody go see Doctor Strange? I did not. No. My son well, saw it. He said it was really, really good, and he's kind of a Marvel critic, so that's a good sign. I tell yeah. you what, though, the internet it it could not wait to get those screenshots out there. I'll tell you what, man. I'm I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not on Twitter that much. Like I'm occasionally just look at the timeline occasionally. And even then, I saw it. I'm like, Jesus Christ, guys, I get it. But like, I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't really care. I, I know I'm planning on seeing it in theaters. Um, I might go uh, tomorrow after work. I'd like to go, but I just, I don't know. I, I, um, I'm having this, I'm having this, this, that, this problem with uh, content overload. And like, you know, like you guys will talk about all these great shows you're watching and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And like, there's, and I'm, I'm said before, but there's literally so much out there that I don't watch any of it. Like, 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 like the thought of it, like overwhelms my brain yeah. and I'm just like, I don't, I don't know where to begin. And I feel like, and I, and then, then I, then I feel like if I'm watching this show, then I'm wasting time. I could be watching this other show that I might enjoy more. So that I end up with a whole bunch of like seen one episode of seasons <laughs> of shows and like never go back to them. And that is why I've watched every episode of Parks and Rec and every episode of Community about 50 times. Preach. <laughs> It's because I just stay stuck on each one of those and then just keep on the trucking. I mean, you find something you like and you just go with it. But um, I, I, I want to say, though, they, we were – back to Star Wars. They were doing a press tour um, with uh, Hayden Christensen and uh, Ewan McGregor and uh, – what's her name? Her name M- Moses – I forget the last name. Oh yeah, um, but the but it, it's it's the it's it's the the the, the lady inquisitor uh, that you see in the in the the trailer. They were all doing press junkets, going around everywhere and stuff. And number one, it was great to see Hayden out there again, and it was really great to hear what he had to say. And I I'm I I find it so great that like his because his career wasn't absolutely destroyed after that but it wasn't it wasn't helped that much by star wars we'll say that much uh ewan was already kind of established and was already an actor you know but like it's so his career did great so he's kind of has he he's kind of able to kind of forget about whatever happened there and moved on with his life and a bunch of other things but like hayden christensen like i think it, it, he was kind of talking about it how it he said it's it's great that people finally like my movies and like and it was, it was kind of sad when he said it, you know. Oh, yeah, it's, it's kind of sad. It's it's, 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 it's it's great that people finally come around to my movies. And then and you and and you and was talking about how he we, we went back and recently watched um, the prequels and and specifically uh, um, Revenge of the Sith. And he goes, "That's a great movie. I had a lot. I had a lot of good time. It was, it was, it was action the whole time." And like. He, he looked over at Hayden and goes, it was, it was nonstop action. It's a phenomenal film. It's like, it was a phenomenal film. <laughs> like, like you tell him Hayden, it was great. <laughs> and, uh, and it, and 
not to mention he's like he's like rocking that that jacket that's clearly meant to be like Vader's you know vest and stuff and yeah, yeah. Out the, with, with that with that certain pattern to it and and uh he he was and he and he was kind of giving off the same vibe he did because he, he was at celebration right recently the last one i, feel, I think he was there for some reason which Am one I wrong Hayden? wasn't he at the last celebration he was in orlando yeah was it all, oh it was orlando okay yeah um and he was talking he was talking about how like it was night if it, it felt like he was like talking about now about how it feels great to be received and stuff like that and whatever but like he seems like really have like almost like didn't believe it at first when he first heard it and 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 that he said that as soon as he got the call he said it, he said it wasn't even like a a, a a a choice he just did it he goes i want to like i i'm excited that i get to play that character at his point of life and my point of life now like it's the way i'm as an actor now who i'm as a person and and, and being able to see this character that had that was such a huge part of my life seeing how i get to put how i feel now into that and um and then they were also saying that like the fighting was gonna be he said the fight was was be closer to the prequels than the original trilogy that the, yeah. the lights lights are providing so it was just cool to see him out there man it really was and he seemed to be happy um and enjoying the ride again and i it, i bet he i bet part of him hated star wars for quite a long time because i would oh, well, i definitely sure would well you know i think it's cool that um uh like you and his flat out said hey everybody don't pretend like you weren't crapping on the prequels yeah. all that time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because well, i mean like i said even even, even hayden said as what he said he goes he goes i'm, I'm glad people like the movies I was in now, and I'm, yeah. I'm glad that I'm glad to come around to liking them because they were great. <laughs> oh yeah, so, um, yeah. But did you guys see any of those interviews or this like this kind of you just kind of saw like side just yeah, little side pieces? Uh, yeah, I saw some photos and stuff. But yeah. like, it's good to hear that the fighting is going to be closer to Revenge of the Sith sword fighting and not the showbiz pizza animatronics we got in the New Hope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with with all David Prowse. I can sword fight. Yeah. Uh, no, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can move your arms, dude. <laughs> <laughs> He's like moving his whole body with his shoulders, you know? It's just Well, ridiculous. what's funny about that is it ended up, it ended up, ended up giving Vader kind of some of his signature stylings because they kind of have to like go with it after that first movie. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, oh, I guess he really can't really move himself that much. I know you got to kind of do this all the time. <laughs> But uh, yeah, and I and I and I, I keep going back to when I think about how Vader would be at this time. I keep going back to um, it's a it's a it's a an EU book. Um, I forget I forget what is it is. It Dark Lord of Sith or something? No, I don't know what it is. But like it's whenever he f- really starts coming into his um, understanding of his new body and like where he's at and where his skills are limited and what he can do and stuff like that. It was a really interesting read. Um, and I wonder if they're, I wonder if they're going to give him much time to himself or if he's just going to be always this menace behind Obi-Wan and we don't get much of Hayden by himself. You know what I mean? Do you, do you think they'll give us some alone time with Vader? Um, Probably not. That's. Mm. Uh, I mean, I, 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 I. Hopefully, at least they show him meditating or something. Like if they gave us some kind of, um, uh, uh, some kind of thing that was kind of how we saw in that Vader comic where he 
would go into his chamber or something and he would he was he was like that mutilated body and then there was mm-hmm. like the, the the white butterflies and stuff yeah, and yeah. Like going going through his memories and whatnot like that would be if, if they did something like that not necessarily as extreme as they did it there but like some kind of version of that which i would i would like, i would like to see that uh in live action that would be kind of cool to see i don't think it would make it would probably wouldn't make much sense uh, <laughs> but anyways if they could make some kind of version of that i think that could be really interesting and put a whole kind of different spin on what we've seen with the force so far you know what i mean and i think that'd be kind of interesting to see but i don't know you guys have any any, any thoughts about what's going to come in the upcoming season or what you'd like to see or anything no you're just ready to see it come on woodrow what about you man well just hit you talking about i was kind of thinking maybe we would see some flashbacks Mm -hmm. so we could see like hayden you know looking like anakin yeah you know, they maybe have some moments, you know, where they're a little, you know, because they're not, I mean, you can make both of them kind of look young enough, even though, like, it's been 20 years or whatever, you know, almost. So. What about, like, Obi-Wan having almost, like, a a, a, a what-if fantasy? You know what I mean? Like, he's meditating. He's somehow. somehow oh, yeah, from, yeah, yeah. Like, 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 and he's seeing, like, maybe in his mind what happened if um, Hayden didn't, I mean, uh, Anakin didn't turn that day, and yeah. then like, and he and he would imagine him what he looked like now. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like a whole like kind of like different universe flashback yeah, yeah, sort yeah. of thing. The Force yeah. showing him like how it would have been or whatever. That yeah. that'd be cool. I don't see him doing it, but that would be cool. And then sure. like, and then Qui Gon coming to his mind and saying, "You can't dwell on the what ifs. It's only in the now or yeah. something like that." You know, <laughs> I, I'm I'm curious about how much they won't be on Tatooine because we've seen some like lots of different places, you know, like that world that had that city that had all the lights and signs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, it, you know, there's a shot of Obi-Wan shooting the blaster. Like it looks like he's in like an alleyway of that type of place. Like at least the lighting looks similar. So I, w- I was wondering, like just thinking about it the other day, how many, how many different places he's going to be, you know, like I think they have to give him a purpose to get him to leave. So it'd be interesting to see how that all plays out. Yeah. I feel like he's going to leave because the heat's coming down on, uh, the Lars family. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like he's getting they're They're, they're like, like the danger is getting too close to them. So he's like, yeah. all right, I gotta, I gotta go somewhere else. So they look for me somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting that they say in the trailer, like I, we talked about this a little bit when they say, I'm get all the bounty hunters. Basically it's like, okay, then you can't help but think, okay, what bounty hunters are we going to see? Is, is King oh. Tom going to get his dream of Dengar showing back up? <laughs> uh, I, I was going to say, at the very least, might see Boba Fett again. Yeah, maybe. But would that be too much after after just having his show? But then again, I'm talking about the show that just came, this finished Mandalorian season two, had two seasons with him, and then put the whole half the season of Boba Fett dedicated to him. So I don't know, maybe not. Maybe it's not too much. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that that's that's one. It could go either way. Like, if he shows up for one episode, I don't think that'd be too much. But if he's like there for a whole season, I don't know. <laughs> Some people all, it might be. And also, would it be too much if they if they assembled the murderers row we saw in Empire Strikes Back of bounty hunters? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like early would, on. Would that be would that be way too much? You know, like well, people. 
Didn't Obi-Wan supposedly in one of the canon media in the last two years that he supposedly killed R.S. Singh? No, that was somebody else. Oh, that that was Beckett. Yeah, Beckett killed her. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Never mind. Yeah. So, I don't Damn. know. He just pushed Can't her. Can't have her. Yeah. The fall I, killed her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty good joke. I got, I got to give it to Woody Harrelson for that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well... Um, I guess ultimately there's not really a whole lot else going on just because we're in the, in the countdown now yeah. it's go time. We're getting yep. right there at the verge, man. So yeah, they just, drop. It, it, yeah, expect big things for celebration. And, you know, obviously that week we're getting the first two episodes of Kenobi and, uh, up until then, who knows what's going to happen? Probably and nothing. They drop on that Wednesday, right? No, Friday now. That Friday, okay. So we're getting the two first two though. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Yep. I don't know if we'll still not pine for it after two episodes, just like if it was one. But it's nice we're getting two. I'm not complaining. Well, it, it, my only the, the only bummer about it for me is that we're a, a third of the way done. As soon as it comes out of the gate, mm-hmm. yeah. Because there's only six episodes. Yeah. But, Here we go with the math again. The genius math. That's happening. I right? know. <laughs> Have down. they said when Andor is dropping? I'm sure. No. It'll be, I'm, I'm sure it'll be official at Celebration. Oh, okay. That I can see them doing that. Like, we'll know then. Probably like the first trailer, all the other stuff. That probably, oh, yeah. that probably, probably like the major thing they have to show. <laughs> so, like, you know. Just saying, I don't, I don't know. What else, I don't know what they can show. They, they we, 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 we literally know they're not working on any movies, so it's. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> well, anyhow, guys, I'll tell you what, and this is what we should have mentioned from the very beginning. Because if you really want the good stuff, man, you need to go to patreon.com forward slash mm-hmm. the bad motivators, and. Uh, you know, we were wondering if people might be interested in our first 150 episodes over there on Patreon, but literally zero <laughs> people <laughs> e- even replied to such a question. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I have put like, none of no, those no, we're on good. there. <laughs> so, yeah. Good on you. That was a smart move. Let's just be real. <laughs> but uh, anyway. So, Yeah. Also, check out T Public and Redbubble, and you better hurry up because you could have had some cool shirts to wear to celebration. You better hurry. Mm-hmm. All right. And, uh, the, you know, you can follow Sean on Twitter at bad underscore motivators, or, you know, just look in the notes here and or the show description and see what else you want to see. There's nothing. <laughs> but go anyway. <laughs> I'm really good at you know, advertising this, this pod. Yeah. I, yeah. My Someone bad, because best. you know what this this show is great, and I just <laughs> like to joke around. Okay, yeah, but anyhow, yeah, it's good. Remember stuff. we said, Eric, be the positivity you want to see. You don't remember that? <laughs> that <laughs> <is> TED talk. <laughs> you remember, remember your whole thing about like choosing to have a good attitude? Does I that do. stop? At the, does, 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 does that that stop at this podcast? I mean, it listen, should. I'm just curious. <laughs> listen. I want you people that are listening to this still to understand something. 
what I say about this podcast is me being as positive as I possibly can about it. <laughs> so that tells you everything, right? <laughs> but anyhow, uh, anyhow, guys. Love you too, Eric. Yeah, I love you guys. And I love doing this show. But uh, anyway, 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 the whole thing is do all that stuff I said. And really, you've all just been waiting around to hear me say this. Sweet mine. Well, hey, I think Taylor Swift is awesome. And until next week, we are out of here. Goodbye. Later. Bad motivators. <laughs>